0: Hey there, Bulldogs, and welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Tassel. This is your host, Carla Quintanilla. I am a marketing major at the sales class of 2021, and I am so delighted to be hosting this podcast with the purpose of reconnecting with our alumni and informing current students like you about the endless possibilities beyond college. Prepare to be inspired through the incredible stories of our alumni and learn valuable insights from their career journey. We are here to help you you spark your career curiosity and encourage you to begin exploring your future possibilities. Now, without further ado, let's get started with this week's guest. Hi there, I welcome you back to the Beyond the Tassel podcast. This is your host, Carla, and I am super happy to be hosting yet another wonderful alumni from DeSales University. Today we introduce to you Chris Morganelli, class of 2011. And Chris is a Lehigh Valley native and a proud graduate of the Sales University where he obtained his degree in computer science. Now Chris at his core is a person of constant thought and vision. So he has developed and co-founded three companies since graduation. MCIT, which is a managed service provider that provides knowledgeable help desk support and 24-7 monitoring to businesses in eastern PA, central New Jersey, New York City, and Florida. Another one of his entities is Morganelli Property, which is a family-owned and operated real estate brokerage offering residential and commercial representation. And lastly, we have Network Magazine, which is a Lehigh Valley business-driven publication. So today we're going to spend some time talking to Chris about his business endeavors and what it's like to have an idea and then monetize that idea and just kind of that entrepreneurial spirit and process to be able to launch a business. And of course, we're going to talk about his DeSales experience and knowledge that he has brought into his career from graduating at DeSales. So without further ado, here is Chris Morganelli. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the Beyond the Tassel show.
1: Thanks for having me. Excited.
0: Yes, of course. We are so happy to have people like you, our DeSales alumni, dedicate this time uh, to speak to us and tell us their story. So thank you more than anything.
1: Sure. Thanks for having me.
0: Thank you. So I would love to get started by speaking to you about Sort of your sales experience and your educational background. So let's backtrack to that. Um, even before you started college, what made you want to major in computer science, and and then what made you choose the, the sales program? Yes.
1: Yeah, so it was actually not the initial intended track uh, was computer science. So um, I, I knew I wanted to stay local. That, that was definite. Born and raised here in the valley, and uh, I've always had a creative side. Um, when I was growing up, drawing, sketching, and building things, etc., and uh, I happened to end up at the sales visiting, and I connected with one of the department heads there, and we had a great conversation. And uh, with my creative side and looking towards the future, which is technology, um, yeah. you know, we came to the conclusion that the computer science track uh, would be a great option for me. And um, with that connection I made with the faculty member, and then me leaving me leaving there that day, uh, my gut just told me that sales was definitely going to be the right choice for me in uh, my college career. So,
0: yeah, that's how I ended up there.
1: Yep.
0: Interesting. Did you apply to any other colleges as well, or was I did?
1: Yeah, I, I definitely applied to a few others um, just to see what other options I had out there were. Uh, but the feeling that you get when you know you want to feel home. Yeah. Uh, it was the sales all the way. It was just the connection I had with the faculty that I met there, visiting
0: mm-hmm. and then leaving
1: there that day. My mom was with me, and she knows the same story. So,
0: yes. oh, awesome! I'm so happy to hear that. And what, what, some of your expectations when you came to college? That maybe you want you had like certain goals or just like any sort of expectation for what the way you would develop as a student because. You said you were a very creative person, so you know what. What were some of the things that you kind of uh, uh, looked forward to when you were in college? And and my question, I guess, mainly is, what are some of your greatest accomplishments um, that you did during your college journey?
1: Co- yeah, so uh, a few of them. One, just you know, learning a lot through the computer science department. Um, I think the the program that they put together. Um, once you get through it and complete it, uh, that's an accomplishment by itself. I think they have a very great program. Um, my expectations, you know, I, I knew I was going to learn a lot. I knew it was going to be new to me, um, so I, I really was expecting uh, anything that they threw at me, uh, and not to be surprised, and just ready to hunker down and learn it. Um, you know, and then with aside from the academic side, uh, you know, accomplishments with friendships at the sales, yeah. uh, I made some great relationships with faculty and just college students there. Uh, my roommates. Uh, I mean, I still have those friendships today. And, uh, I just think the whole experience at DeSales, um, I think was an accomplishment with my personal life as well as my academic life. So.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. And did you stay on campus? Did you live on campus or did you? I did. You yeah.
1: yeah. All four years I actually stayed there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was his own little bubble. I really enjoyed it. Um, we definitely had fun. I, I think everyone who goes to sales can attest to, uh, you know, we definitely like to have fun, but uh, you know, again, the the academic side too. Um, it was just a really well-rounded uh, experience I had.
0: Sure, and um, I would love to ask you. And there might be some listeners that might be undecided, uh, mm-hmm. some students that might be just trying to either switch majors or um, or are undecided right now. How would you? Um, you know, what would you encourage for students to know about the, um, the computer science major?
1: Yes. Yeah, so uh, well, I'm, I'm sure it's changed a lot since I've been there, yeah. <laughs> um, especially with technology and how quick it changes. But, uh, you know, from what I recall, the, the professors were very well informed and uh, came with a, a, a great world experience um, of what was going on in the real world. Um, and the program was challenging, but yet you had the resources there available to you. Uh, to help you along the way and they really give you a foundation to have opportunities and options once you graduate uh, with a computer science degree so if anyone's curious and, and thinking about doing the uh, computer science degree I highly recommend it for sure
0: okay that's awesome good good um, so anyone listening right now if you have <laughs> um, you know if you're considering computer science please uh, please listen to Chris's word and and we and then you know the sales has plenty of staff that will help you also oh, yeah. get to know the program as well. Um, but let's talk more about you, Chris. So um, graduated 2011, and I want to talk about your post-graduation plans. Um, starting, so from what I know, you were immediately immersed in this, um, you know, becoming your own boss and starting your own company. But um, really, what what was kind of the, um, the timeline from, in the first steps you took to start your first business, which is um, MCIT. Does mm-hmm. it, now, to ask you, does it stand for something?
1: Yes, it does. So, uh, I have a business partner uh, involved with that business, and it's uh, the MC stands for our last name, Morgan L. A. Caetano.
0: Okay. And, uh, the IT
1: is just information technology, but uh, MCIT sounds a little bit more tech savvy, I- I'd say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> of course. So, what happened? So, you graduated in. Was this something that you had in mind to start your own company, even like during your senior year? Or how did you come about uh, to take the first steps to start this business?
1: Yeah, so I, during the, my college career, I definitely realized while I was pursuing my internships and things of that sort that I definitely wanted to uh, create and manage my own business. That was definitely a, a goal of mine. Um, how about to go, going about doing that. Um, it was... Uh, a little bit of trial and error, learning a lot. Um, you know, I started off with doing some p- small projects here and there before graduation um, with, for actually some faculty members uh, as well, helping them with some, some projects uh, and students as well. And uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of, you know, putting the plan in place that just do my own research and figuring it out really. But I always wanted to start my own business for sure. Definitely.
0: Okay. And, um, and so, well, so when you um established that idea that you were going to start it what how did how did you get the idea of like i guess your main mission for this business and your purpose for it and like did you have maybe like a like a plan for the next 2 years about starting mm-hmm. this business and
1: Yeah so essentially uh, what happened was you know I saw a need for a little bit different approach to the technology world for small businesses mm-hmm. um I it really started with what value can I bring, you know, being a business owner and being in computer science, uh, you know, how can I be a value to an organization? Uh, and then from there, I kind of focused on the operations of a business and where technology touches. And from there, I kind of came with, up with our service lines and our offerings. Um, and uh, we kind of we put together a business plan, um, a one year, three year, five year plan, and it continues to change. Uh, Our service offerings continue to change as well. Just that's the nature of the game. Um, Our our ideas, our vision also continue to evolve. But I'll say that the mission uh, pretty much continues to stay the same. uh, And that is bring value and be different. Um, And that's essentially how we've been building MCIT. We're really excited about it. Uh, It's my business partner, five engineers, and we support about 1,200 employees throughout Eastern Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Florida. So... Very excited about the growth.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And so for anyone who doesn't know or hasn't heard of MCIT, how could you, um, you know, introduce your business to anyone listening?
1: Yeah. So well, we're on, online Googling it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then also we're on social media, uh, you know, you can find us there and, you know, in short, you know, we work with businesses that need an IT department, uh, that ne- not necessarily can hire someone full-time, uh, we're an outsourced managed services and, uh, you know, if you want to learn more, by all means, feel free to reach out to uh, myself directly.
0: Of course. Thank you. Um, So, so I, now that we, you know, talked about just wanting to, you know, fulfill that need in, in our community and by starting your own business, I want to talk to you more specifically about your entrepreneurial mindset. Um, and we know that you you told me you started two other companies. Now you mm-hmm. have um, Morganelli Properties and then the Network Magazine was born yeah. as well. So tell us the story um, behind that as well. What what made you start those um, those companies and what was sort of, again, the timeline of You had MCIT, Mm -hmm. then you had, you know, Network Magazine and then Morganelli Company. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, great, great
1: question. So uh, MCIT started, you're you're spot on there. It's been almost 10 years now. Um, And so Network Magazine came about um, from a need to kind of grow, hence my network, hence the name. Um, And I've met some great individuals through the business community uh, during my time building MCIT And I kind of shed some light and goals of my own to them. And collectively, we agreed that we would would like to create a high-end networking opportunity for business owners and leaders in Lehigh Valley. Uh, And to attract them uh, and and build some sort of structure, we created this magazine. So it's both print and digital, um, and it's quarterly based. And with each issue release, uh, we have a a VIP invite-only release party with Butler Divers, live entertainment, open bar—it's a lot of fun. Um, but it really gets—it uh, gives an opportunity for business leaders and owners throughout the Lehigh Valley region to come together and network uh, and meet each other on, on a high, and intimate level um, to create business opportunities. So that, thats that. It's doing great. Uh, we hit our five-year anniversary this year.
0: Wow! Congratulations.
1: Uh, with the current landscape, thank you. Uh, things have changed a little bit, uh, but we're looking forward to getting back on track with uh, our next event, um, end of October. Uh, So fingers crossed with that. And uh, Morganite Properties actually came about. uh, It was an idea my brother and I had three years ago. And the reason we had this idea was just really doing our own real estate buying and selling of our own property, and having uh, not the best experiences with realtors. Um, We we went through multiple ones ourselves, and we thought there was an opportunity to bring a higher level personal representation here to Lehigh Valley, and. So two and a half years ago we ended up getting our licenses and putting a business plan together and uh, we have two investors involved as well with this that was for the early financial stability uh, and now long-term growth and guidance um, and it's uh, it's growing phenomenally we have about 38 members of our real estate family and uh, it was it was it was it opened up because we saw a need and it uh, kind of evolved and snowballed effect really into something fantastic today
0: yeah yeah and that's you know, that's that's fantastic that you have this. I mean, I'm sure it's a lot of like being aware of your surroundings, but I mean it's kind of innate as well. It feels like you have just this drive to um to start your own thing oh, now. Yeah. So so um you have this Morganelli properties with your brother, and then um MCIT is another different partner.
1: Yep, that's correct. Yep.
0: How did you meet that uh business partner? did they come to school?
1: No, so I actually met um his name's Ali, Ali Keitano. And uh, I actually met him at the Bethlehem IMCA. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: uh,
1: yeah, so talk about right right place, right time. Um, he was originally from uh, New Jersey, uh, moved to the area, brilliant guy, um, one of my best friends now.
0: Yeah. And, um,
1: yeah, that's how, that's how we ended up meeting. My brother introduced us and uh, we hit it off, became friends and had the same vision uh, of working together. Yep.
0: That's so great. That's so (laughs) great to hear that. Um, and that's the thing about networking as well, right? It's, it's, it's not just, it doesn't have to be a very formal event that you attend. sometimes it's in the small places that you go to where you have, you know, those relationships. So yeah, yeah. I'm
1: always, I'm always handing out business cards, no matter where I am, (laughs) Uh, whether it's, you know, like you said, knowing your surroundings. So it could be my IT card. It could be my, uh, real estate card could be mm-hmm. network magazine. So I'm always identifying and taking advantage of an opportunity to meet somebody and introduce, you know, how I could bring value to them and their organizations. So,
0: yeah, that's so meaningful. And so what would you say though, what, what are some challenges that you experience in your entrepreneurial journey? Um, just speaking about, you know, relationships and getting started and, um, having, you know, this, purpose of starting different things because you see the need, but what, what is it, right? What is it that is, is something that challenges that people don't think about, right? They're they're only seeing the tip of the iceberg Mm -hmm. when they see you, but what are some things that you've you've experienced that you would say, you know, people don't really think about this, but it does happen.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a, that's a great question. And, um, you know, being a business owner and having multiple entities, I, I, I try to, we try to stay ahead of the game in terms of foreseeing those challenges. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know what we've seen thus far to date is you know the, um, the market in terms of the, the, our competitors, right? You're always going to be competing, and that's always a challenge. Uh, but identifying the value you bring and what differentiates you mm-hmm. from others uh, is key. So you know, plain and simple, competitors that's uh, that's always a challenge. Um, also, making sure your message is clear. Um, you know, early on because there were so many different offerings that we had, um, having a clear message of what we were doing and why, Mm -hmm. was somewhat confusing to um, individuals who really didn't understand the technology aspect to it. Mm. Um, So especially being in technology, if you're gonna pursue technology, um, one of the challenges is making sure that you clearly understand, I'm sorry, you clearly communicate what you're trying to achieve uh, to users um, along the way, just to help that understanding. Yeah. So, and then, you know, overall, again, like as a scenario right now, with uh, this pandemic, uh, you know you can't foresee these things that come about. Um, yeah. So challenges about sustainability and scalability, and how do you can weather the storm when you know you don't have a good month or two because it's going to happen. It really does. Uh, but you got to stay positive, um, keep navigating those challenges and roadblocks. And I always say, just keep smiling and keep working. It'll it'll all work itself out. So
0: yeah, and that that is very true um, about the market, and and I'm sure every everyone got hit with the pandemic, but just right. staying resilient with your plan and your purpose. Absolutely. Um, and, I, and I wanted to ask you, so what what is one thing that you saw, like, for example, you, you, you were in the technology industry, but then you are now also in the real estate um, industry. Mm-hmm. But in terms of just operating business, is it relatively the same? Um, is it any different? What do you say?
1: Um, as an owner, uh, you still have the same uh, worries <laughs> that you need to <laughs> make sure you, you take care of um, being a leader to your team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my, my day-to-day within the, in each business uh, does vary. Uh, for MCIT, I am I'm the director of operations. Um, so my, my job is to ensure that we take care of our client issues, um, that I, we continue to do business development, uh, and that we continue to bring value and show our value to, to consumers. Um, and then the typical, you know, getting in there behind the computers and plugging things in too. I do, I do dive into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, on the, on the real estate side with Morgan and and properties, my role for that is more so, um, the, the marketing aspect. So I handle a lot of the marketing from Morgan and and properties. Um, my brother and I, we actually don't compete with our agents. Um, we have our licenses, but when referrals come in and people reach out to us directly, we hand them off as leads to our agents. Um, so, so my role is really the marketing aspects of, of organized properties and handling the technology in the back end. Um, so it, it's similar, uh, but they vary uh, slightly in terms of the end goal with each.
0: Got it, got it, yeah. perfect. Thank you, thank you for sharing that. Um, so my question, just again, just speaking about the entrepreneurial mindset, What what is, can you name some of the best habits to have uh, and to practice as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, and, and why you think those habits are important in um, sure. operating a business?
1: Yeah, so um, I definitely say communication. I've mentioned that before, but I think communication is huge, um, not only to prospective clients in the world in terms of what your message is, but also internally with your team. Uh, very, very important. Um, and then on the entrepreneurial side, uh, having determination and a drive uh, to continually improve yourself uh, and know your craft and your product and services, um, and continually always trying to improve your business in some way, shape, or form. Um, someone else is out there working harder, just as hard, if not harder than you. Uh, yeah. So you need, to, you need to make sure you as well are doing the same. Um, and uh, I would say, yeah, communication, determination, and drive and uh, just making sure that you uh, are staying on top of your skill sets.
0: Absolutely, what, what skill sets do you think, do you look for um, when you hire anyone and or skills that you are constantly working on?
1: Sure, um, so with MCIT, we're obviously looking for uh, very skilled uh, field technicians. You know, okay. individuals with a high level of intelligence in terms of dealing with computers and servers and things of that sort um but also personal skill sets communication and uh, you know customer service goes a long way in it uh because you know you're kind of at a downfall immediately things break it's technology and our industry exists because of that Uh, and so being able to communicate with individuals and calm them down and let them know that we're here to get them back working as soon as possible is important um and then on the real estate side you know we're looking for individuals that uh have phenomenal people skills. Are out there get individuals excited about you know buying their first home mm-hmm. or selling their current property and buying a new one or a larger one or even downsizing and letting people know that we're going to have a, you know we're going to fill this space with a great family uh, you know after you guys head out. So you know again it comes back to being personable, um, communicating, and uh, knowing your knowing what services and offerings you're you're being involved with and in offering.
0: Yeah, and, and we we certainly like to teach that uh, aspect in uh, at the Career Development Center that those mm-hmm. transferable skills um, are very important in, in any industry, whether you're a customer service or you're really, oh, yeah. so Absolutely. thank you. Uh, I, I agree with you too. Yeah, <laughs> good. Um, so I have some concluding questions for you and I think we kind of... Um, just circling back to the sales and and your educational background, um, how would you say that sales helped you develop the skills and expertise that you have for your brands now? Um, and if you could just share, like maybe a, a memory of doing something at the sales that you can still do now, or like you you find yourself doing now, whether it be you know the way you interview people or you know the the certain class that you had uh, and that you use those technical um, skills um, in, in your job right now. So if you could just share some of, uh, of those insights.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, DeSales is, I mean, it's given me, the university has given me so much um, from obviously the simple education to relationships. Um, you know, I would say, you know, one individual that really sticks out from DeSales is, is Mike Kudak, a former professor of mine. Um, He's, I believe, out of state now. I believe he's still involved with the university. But he was a mentor of mine uh, during my college career, always pushing me to work hard and do uh, something on my own, pursue a, a career uh, in building a business. And uh, I still t- stay in touch with him today, actually. Um, every, every couple of months or so, him and I uh, have an opportunity to chat uh, briefly. Yeah. Um, so it's nice. Um, but, you know, overall, DeSales gave me a solid foundation uh, in a career path that I wanted to pursue uh, computer science um, and it also gave me a, a solid foundation and like you mentioned earlier and I think it's you know what to sales is all about is being the best you can be, right um,
0: be who you are and be that be that well.
1: well yes, correct. so um, I think those two aspects and elements are were critical to the success I've had thus far and there's still a lot of work to do um, always still learning um, but you know, the foundation of Desales has given me really uh, played a big role in you know who I am today and what the businesses I have today and what they represent are. So definitely uh, thanks to Desales University.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so uh, I want to talk about. So our audience is students, but they're also professors, and there's also mm-hmm. alumni that are listening to this. So just speaking generally, we'll start with things that the question would be like how can young entrepreneurs like us my age, or maybe, you know, if you could think of yourself when you were back in college, Mm -hmm. how can you begin investing and creating those future businesses or that future venture? uh, Things that maybe we need to think about um, as a young person. What are some important keys that maybe we should keep in mind if we wanna start our own business?
1: Yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, I would recommend uh, on a simple level, two things, sustainability and scalability. Um, and well, first of all, know, your, know the product and service you're going to offer, in, right? Yeah. Know the value you're bringing and make sure your message is clear again. Uh, but sustainability and scalability is key. Uh, not only do you need to make sure that you can get off the ground properly, uh, but you need to be able to sustain some hurdles along the way and continue to thrive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, scalability as well is how are you going to take your business to the next level uh, when you kind of max out maybe your time or your, your resources? Um, so those two things you should really think about early on uh, and try and put the plan in place uh, for each. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you know, in terms of investing, I started my business with my laptop and 100 bucks. That's how I started my first business. I, I bought a domain name. I created a website. I had the, lap, I had the laptop that I used during college. Um, so in terms of investing dollar amounts, um, you know, you can start a business almost for next to nothing these days. Yeah. Uh, and which is really exciting for an entrepreneur uh, that can't come across funding. Yeah. And then for individuals looking for actual investment opportunities uh, for their entities, uh, I recommend uh, reaching out to some angel investor groups. There's a ton of them. Um, and, you know, I've I've made some great contacts in my career as well. Uh, so I'd be happy to connect individuals and young entrepreneurs to potential investors. Um, I know myself and my brother are currently looking for some opportunity to invest in some businesses as well um so any young entrepreneurs out there or you know by all means take the dive take the jump um and uh, have a plan in place but be prepared for some setbacks that happens uh but just just keep purging away it, it, it really works
0: yeah keep grinding keep grinding keep executing that's, and share, share your ideas would you say that's something that helps like telling people about your business idea and um yeah,
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, ideas are are fantastic. My brother will test me. I'm always coming up with ideas and (laughs) to implement to our businesses, and it's huge. Um, I will say that, you know, there's a saying um, inspiration is 1%, perspiration is 99%. So having the idea, you know, ideas are easy, and uh, it's the execution and making things come to fruition that uh, is the difficult part. But um, if you put a plan in place, you'll definitely be able to succeed. And it's very rewarding too at the end.
0: Yeah, of course, I'm sure it is for you to be able to see, you know, your three identities, your three little babies come yep. to fruition um, after all this time and investment of your time and your and your efforts. So, Absolutely. yeah, I, I, I cannot wait to see, you know, Mike, for example, my class, I'm graduating next year and, you know, yep. 10 years from now, five years from now, where people go and what they start because. Yeah,
1: it's really exciting to see where, you know, your friends end up and who ends up working where and who ends up starting their own businesses. And yep. it's exciting. It definitely the next couple of years uh, for you will be uh, really exciting just to, to watch evolve.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, tell us your biggest lesson, just one lesson, something that you're like, because of this, I learned this, that you have learned in your career, something that, um, that you would tell yourself maybe if you were back in college and you were staring at yourself and telling them, this is, telling that Chris right from back, from back then, uh, that this is the biggest lesson that you will learn in your career thus far.
1: Boy, that's a, that is a loaded question. Um, <laughs>
0: if, if, just, if you have, you know, you can think about it, but I would,
1: I would say, uh, in terms of college, the, the, the biggest lesson I learned, uh, and if, if I had a time machine to go back, right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, my parents probably wouldn't be happy hearing this, but I would say I would, I would work, I would have worked slightly harder. Right. Um, <laughs> Cause you come out to the real world and you realize how competitive it is. Mm. Right. Um, and not to say that, you know, the school doesn't prepare you for it. Um, but, you know, you I think everyone will agree what you know now, had you know, had you known what you know now back then, it would have been a game changer. Um, yeah. I would say, you know, the, the, the lessons I learned along the way, um, weren't monstrous and life-changing and and the the things that you know happened um but they allow you to make the change for the future make different decisions I've definitely have made uh uh you know even recently I I made one decision a couple of months ago I definitely would make a different decision if it comes up again right Mm -hmm. um so you're always learning you're always evolving and it's just a matter of you know not necessarily take calling it a failure but a learning experience uh Mm -hmm. for yourself
0: yeah, of course. Thank you for that. Yeah. Anyone listening who's a student and um, and, you know, wants to start their own business or, you know, is eager to make it into their industries is just keep your antennas up right now. We have all this time at school to be able to make um, yeah. to grow as an in- individual, but also, you know, academically and all these things. So, um, yeah,
1: definitely. Yeah. Work hard and internships are uh, huge. I, I took advantage. I had about I believe it was about seven internships or so. Oh wow. Uh, during, during the sales time and some were for class credit and some were uh, internships that I set up myself uh, at organizations. Um, but yeah, it's, I think they're huge. It allowed me to create uh, a great network prior to graduation. Mm. Um, and uh, I think that it also allowed me to kind of leap ahead with the business quicker than anticipated just because of the, net, the connections I created uh, during that time. So.
0: Yeah, did you, um, did you have um, internships in smaller businesses or um, what what were those internships like?
1: Yeah, so they were both small businesses um, and mid-sized businesses. Uh, you know, two of the organizations that always stick out with the experiences I were, was with was St. Luke's uh, University Health Network okay. uh, as well as uh, ArtsQuest. Um, you mm-hmm. know, they, they were great organizations, fairly large organizations as well. Um, but then I've, I've had a few with some some smaller mom-and-pop shops um, that allowed me to kind of gain that experience of, you know, being hands-on on all levels, being a small business owner, uh, and really nurturing those relationships that are so critical and important.
0: Yeah. See, and, and, and that's such a, a good point. Like, you know, if you want an internship, it doesn't necessarily have to be this like fortune 500 company that you're interested in. Oh, also the smaller businesses that really help you grow and learn. uh, Oh, yeah, absolutely. Your career. So thank you for mentioning that. I I didn't know that. So that's awesome. (laughs) Um, I also personally like to be in in internships um, every year, or every semester, because, yeah, there's a difference between learning in the classroom and then learning hands on and learning through experiences. So, Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, Okay, Chris. So my last question to you is what? So, you know, anyone, like I said, there, there's people listening right now that are students or they're um, alumni. So in general, why would you recommend that people start their own business?
1: Um, I, I guess, you know, you've, I'm sure individuals have seen this uh, in those motivational posters or not, <laughs> but why, you know, why, why build someone else's dream, right? Uh-huh. Know, I, I've always wanted to take pride in what I do. Um, I've always wanted to make the decisions that allowed me to kind of do what I wanted to do without the restrictions. Um, And, you know, that's kind of how Morganite Properties came about when we were going to hang a license with a big, big box brokerage, uh, because that's how the industry works. So you typically hang a license with a brokerage. And I just did not like what I saw uh, And our options were out there. I didn't like them. And so my brother and I agreed and we decided to, you know what, let's do this ourselves. (laughs) So, you know, I say, you know, why build someone else's dream? You know, if you have one, if you have a vision, uh, take the leap, take a chance. Uh, and if you're not sure where to go, where to turn, and how to get the resources involved, by all means, reach out to me. I am happy to speak to anyone uh, and provide any resources that I can to help you guys achieve, ch- achieve those goals.
0: Yeah, awesome. Thank you. You you know, just thinking about this reminds me of uh Walt and Roy Disney. Uh, you know, your kind of relationship, you and your brother. And then <laughs> you know, you know, Walt Disney always said it's kind of fun to do the impossible and build oh, yeah. dream. So yeah, that just made me think of that. Thank That's you nice. so much. Yeah. Absolutely. For that and for just telling your story and your insights of um, who you are and um, what you have built your empire that you have built um, <laughs> a lot of people that are listening right now uh, will find it helpful especially for those people like i said who want to start their own business so
1: yeah i appreciate it. this is, this is great chatting and uh you know i think beyond the tassel program that you guys have created is a great opportunity for students to kind of hear what's going on with people just like them, where they started and where they ended up and where they're going. So kudos to you guys.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much. Well, now anyone listening, we will talk to you later in next week's episode. Bye-bye. Take care guys. Thank you once again for tuning in to today's episode of Beyond the Tassel. It is our pride to present the success stories of our DeSales alumni via a podcast. If you are a DeSales alumni and would like to become a TSU mentor, you can contact melanie.valone at deSales.edu. And if you are currently a DeSales student and would like to connect with an alumni in your field, you can contact kathy.kraus at deSales.edu. Until next time, Bulldogs.